0: Cook County runs the third largest healthcare system in the nation. One in four Cook County adult residents are uninsured. In such a large system serving a diverse population, how are priorities identified? How has the Affordable Care Act impacted service delivery and provided new opportunities? And what are long-term solutions to making Chicago a healthier place to live? Join us on our podcast today as we discuss those questions. The Chicago Policy Review and the University of Chicago. This is Chicago Policy Radio. I'm your host, Ann Knapke. Today we're talking with Linda Shapiro, Chief Strategy Officer for the Cook County Health and Hospital System. It's great to have you here, Linda.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: So first, let's talk about this, uh, the name of the position, Chief Strategy Officer. Can you tell me a bit about what that means and what your role entails?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you never spend time in your childhood thinking, when I grow up, I want to be a chief strategy officer. And, you know, But now that I am one, I can tell you a little bit about what it means. I think the most important thing I'm focused on is really preparing our health system to leverage strategic opportunity in the context of health reform and, of course, in context of our mission. So we have a strong history at the Cook County Health and Hospital System and we've got um, an amazing legacy of taking care of populations, regardless of ability to pay for decade upon decade. It's also a premier training institution and research institution. But with health reform, all sorts of new opportunities abound. So I was recruited really to um, work with an emerging leadership team, a a relatively new leadership team, and I'll, I'll come back to that, to advise on strategic direction, but also help organize us to implement that strategy. And health reform really brings a lot of ripe opportunity to organizations like ours. Mm -hmm. I just want to touch on a few things that I do that are tucked into my role. It's not necessarily non-traditional, but at County, it's the first time we've organized all these functions under one leader. And those functions include managing relationships with external stakeholders. In our organization, that might be elected officials, appointed officials, civic, and other community leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, Also looking to our internal constituents, really assuring that county residents, that our employees, and certainly our patients are well informed and engaged in our mission-related programming. And then, you know, I'm also concerned with elevating our reputation. Uh, locally, nationally, making sure people know what we do, what we have to offer, what we're about. There's one really interesting part of my portfolio that hasn't really been fully deployed yet, but I'm, I'm interested in bringing to, to my organization, and that's focusing at a strategic level on improvement in the patient experience. So while um, usually that's a, a role that usually lies within operations or medical medical departments. In our organization, I'm going to be recruiting a leader who will work through people, almost campaign style, to pick one, two, three different initiatives to really frame some goals that can be measured and implemented and championed that external and internal um, leaders can get excited about. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's sort of nation that's on the horizon, but I think bringing that role in as part of our overall strategy is smart. It wasn't my idea, but I think it's it's a, mm-hmm. a smart mm-hmm. one. Let me just answer um, the last part of your question. I just want to tell you what some of the key relate, interrelated functions are. I think it's important because we're here at a university. I do get you know, calls from students asking periodically, what types of roles do you have responsibility for? Um, so just to tell you what the key functions are in my area, as well as strategic planning, which is maybe a little obvious from the title, Um, communications, media relations, public affairs, intergovernmental affairs, community relations, which I mentioned, policy development. Policy is like our oxygen because if we're really mining um, strategic opportunity, we really have to understand what the policies around us yield up. Mm -hmm. Um, Decision support. Now, at the Harris School, that's your oxygen, really the analytics and, you know, understanding the environment, measuring uh, our progress. Marketing and brand management, you know, I went to the business school here. That That's where I first learned to think seriously about um, marketing and brand ma- management. And then, last, as I mentioned before, patient experience. So those are the key functionalities.
0: That is quite, um, you have quite depth and breadth of responsibilities, Linda. Thanks for sharing that overview with us. I'm wondering, as you listed off all of these, communication, media relations, policy, decision support is so interesting to me. I can imagine that there might be some competing priorities that bubble up from those different (laughs) areas. And I would imagine that you spend probably quite a bit of time thinking through, okay, given those different stakeholders that you outlined in your first answer, then how do we How do we identify which receive attention, a limited amount of attention? Chicago is is one of the largest healthcare systems in the nation, over a billion um, dollar expense budget. How does your organization then go about divvying through those priorities and really um, defining what's actionable in the short and long term?
1: So, one of the things I have to say, I am interested, personally interested, in all those key functionalities, Mm. they all excite me. And um, one of the things that I like best about my career history and my, um, my position right now, I love building a team of people who have expertise in interrelated capacities with a certain degree of role clarity assigned to the expertise, but also with an all for one, um, one for all orientation toward how the team functions. Because as you said, there are a lot of overlapping ideas embedded in, in those, those functionalities. Let me just tell you, we do have some goals in our area, and I'll tell you what, what those look like. And then we have some key priorities for the organization, Let me and I'll talk about both. Great. So, you know, just if my, my little area, we're calling it a strategy and external affairs area, if my area is successful, we will be well regarded both by our patients, by you know, county leadership, by external leaders, Um, by the media, by our own employees. If my area is successful, we'll have strong partnerships, and that might be something that's a little bit new for county, but I think to achieve the goals that I'm gonna outline to really have not just a delivery system focus, but a population health focus and a plan focus, we couldn't do it without partners. And the partnerships are very exciting for me. Um, I think there's a, a lot of opportunity that we can pursue in the future with our partners. So um, we'll have great partnerships, and not just with uh, health care entities, but other community entities that support health. I happen to know, Anne, that you have an interest in health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I think it's easy for you to imagine what that um, there's so many factors that contribute to health other than delivery of medical care, mm-hmm. and that, that's part of our, our set of ideals as well. I want to help our organization be influential and proactive and innovative. And so if we're successful, we'll be part of the idea factory. And then I also want to help us have a strong unified voice across our system. And I think that's important because in an an era like ours of so much change and so much dynamism, um, I think there can also have a feeling of confusion, what's next? What it will change yield up. You know, what will it mean for me and my job? We have 6,700 employees. So, you know, again, I think that um, having some clear, consistent messages that, you know, really always begin with the patient and patient care, then also, you know, move to the community and how to keep our communities healthy. I think if we can be um, unified in our voice about our ideals for our patients and our community, It's going to be, you know, good for our whole organization. It will keep us strong. Those issues weren't so uh, pressing in the past. You know, there was a little bit more simplicity and clarity that was inherent. We didn't have to be so intentional in the past. So um, my strategic direction, I'm taking um, direction from the leadership of our CEO, Dr. Raju, And before I say too much more about some of the leadership he's brought us, if you've been following every last twist and turn of healthcare news this week, he famously just accepted a new post in New York. Um, So he's my boss, he's our CEO, and he has really put us on some amazing footing in the two years that he's been with the county health and hospital system. I've been there six months, he was there two years, he has cut quite a swath, and he's built an amazing leadership team and put us on some pretty sound financial footing, um, different than the two two years when he, when he arrived. So we're really grateful for the time we've spent with him, and I think what keeps an organization strong in a time of change is having mission clarity and strategic clarity. So let me um, refer to some of the... Uh, Uh, pillars that he's set in place. We refer to them as the four P's, it's always easy to organize if you have letters. (laughs) I just read an article today about the three R's, and I thought, oh, (laughs) it must be going around. But our four P's are payer, plan, provider, and public health. And let me go through them quickly. Let's start with provider. I think people, when people think about Cook County Health and Hospital System, they say, mm, you provide medical care. And we provide a lot of medical care. We have two hospitals and a, an ambulatory care network of um, 16 health centers located all across the county. We have a, geographically, we're a pretty big county. Mm-hmm. I mean, think Arlington Heights, Chicago Heights, they're not, they're not close to each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: diverse populations. Very diverse
1: mm-hmm. population and diverse needs. Mm-hmm. We also have, we take care of uh, the healthcare and correctional institution. We um, have a specialty center uh, for HIV AIDS, the Ruth Rothstein Core Center. So we've got, um, you know, a lot that we operate in terms of being a provider. And I think what we're focused on strategically there is just, again, having a great patient experience, strengthening our systems around quality, around access, and being part of what. You know we're talking about we all talk about the triple aims for health reform you know, better care better health and and at an affordable cost and that's it's no different for inside our, our provider network then I want to talk about being a payer Medicaid is our largest payer and as you know in, in Illinois Medicaid has a federal share and a non-federal share right? and the state Typically, for other provider institutions, it pays for the non-federal share, and in our case, the county actually picks up the tab for the non-federal share and has. So we're a good value to the state, and we have been, and that yields up some opportunity for us. Um, let me go on to talk about being um, a plan, because I think that's probably where we have the most to say um, under the category of innovation the affordable care act brings us the opportunity to expand medicaid to new populations and what we did at county is we partnered with the illinois medicaid program and the medicaid program got a waiver to allow county to develop a managed care plan and reach out to the medicaid eligible population the new medicaid population a year early technically 11 months early Right. And why is that important for county? Well, we have historically welcomed everybody regardless of ability to pay, so that there were a cohort of people already getting care at county on a sliding uh, scale basis, but discounted to um, zero for low income populations. We were already in our care and they were all going to be Medicaid eligible. Mm-hmm. What it allowed us to do is bring in a population into our care um, and get the revenue started a year early. So we, were, we certainly benefited from that. But let me also say the benefit to patients were staggering. And I hope we can come back to, to this plan. It's called county care. 70,000 county residents are now enrolled in county care, which means they went from being uninsured adults to being covered adults. They now purchasing power.
0: That's excellent in the health
1: system, and we also were quick to recognize that you know Cook county health system has capacity, not much capacity now with county care, and that we couldn't possibly offer a, pri- a patient centered medical home to seventy thousand people. We couldn't possibly respond to pent up demand for you know a group of formerly uninsured adults, and so we built a network of all of the federally qualified health centers, FQHC, you might have heard the term. Mm-hmm. Really, sometimes people know them as community health centers. So the system, we, we contracted with all of them in the Cook County. And what that did is allowed people enrolled in county care access to 138 different offices where they can go in and get medical care. So instead of saying, mm, we have 16 health centers, we said, hmm, we have a network now, geographically dispersed, is it perfect? Is it entirely built? No. This was all put together in the last 11 months. But it does, does give people tremendous access. Last thing I want to say about this, um, the purchasing power also includes hospital care, and we have hospital contracts as well that we develop through our FQHC partners. And it covers, from a, from a patient center point of view, covers medications. Our county care beneficiaries can go into Walgreens, and can go into CVS, and they can get their, medica- their prescriptions filled. And over the years in, in my career, I've talked to patients over and over and over again through focus groups, through um, working in community health settings. And people can make it to a doctor now and then. They can't get their prescriptions filled mm-hmm. if they're low income. And especially if they have a chronic condition that's going to require you know, prescription after prescription. So this is an enormous benefit to the residents of Cook County. So I'm very, very pleased to... Have been on the ride as county care unfolded. And then, last, I just want to uh, give a nod to public health. The, the Cook County Department of Public Health is within our system. They have the capacity to do population health management, as do our plans and as do our providers. They have the capacity to look at health status, social determinants of health, um, some of the population underpinning um, causes of population health status by having that integrated within our system, it's given us the opportunity to lean back and say, wow, what's the potential of all the administrative integration we can achieve by being a provider, being a plan, being a payer, and having a population health management focus driven not just by our, health, our public health system, but also by other elements of our, of our whole overall system. Our four Ps remind us that we're not just a provider of care. That's probably how people traditionally look at county. But we're really looking at what's the best way as a county health system with all those elements to really think about health. How can we get people to the right location with the right services at the most affordable cost to really start moving toward
0: well, I think that is quite a noble goal. Um, Linda, thank you for your time today. And I particularly just want to point out in this, in this last point, you know, we've touched on using data to drive certain um, strategic approaches, collaborative approaches, integrative approaches to solving problems. Those are terms and things that we think about a lot at the Harris School, and I think those are really valuable nuggets for us to walk away with from this conversation as we think about how to address the the problems through policy approaches um, to providing affordable health care for for all so thank you so much for your time today linda thank you it's just a delight to be here thanks for listening to chicago policy radio a production of the chicago policy review and the harris school of public policy at the university of chicago our podcast is produced and edited by ann knapke our theme song was composed and performed by ryan gee Special thanks to Julie Cooper for helping with the podcast today. You can find us at www.chicagopolicyreview.org and on iTunes. Thanks for listening and join us next time.